I'm like, I mean, it's I'm probably coffee. The fact you rock a tea this late at night is like, that's definitely uncaffeinated. Oh, it is. Yeah, oh, okay, totally. dude, I'm diesel all day. Yeah, totally. It's feed totally. Me, feed me piles and piles and gallons of coffee. Hook that in my veins. Yeah, I usually uh, I, I compromise when I'm like doing a show and I take coffee. I, like I'll drink coffee late. Because I need to like wake up for the show, yeah, and then I'm up till like two or three. Oh yeah. yes, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't mess with coffee at night anymore. I drink coffee until about three in the afternoon, and then I'm, yeah, th- like, three or four is like usually where I cut it off. Yeah, but uh, if I'm performing, I gotta, I gotta have something because really? I'm, I'm gonna be sleeping on stage if I yeah. don't. Cathartic yeah. ass muffin. Yeah, well, I mean, I, <laughs> I only sleep like five hours. I know that's all I'm at right now, dude. <laughs> I am like. Lately, especially if, you know, the war department's fucking snoring, I am fucking straight up on the couch at probably, usually I like, I'll go to bed at like 1230, war department buzzing, I'm back on my couch about 130, and then from 130 until about four, and then I'm, for some reason, dude, I have my little white noise machine at four o'clock, it hits, and I'm just like, pop up, I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> and I walk into my bedroom, my dog's in my spot, and yeah. I'm push that fat out of the way and i lay down <laughs> and uh usually i can tolerate i'm tired enough where i can tolerate if she's still snoring and that's that dude i sleep there until seven uh it uh, I, that was i i couldn't figure out where you're sleeping after all that <laughs> oh yeah no my i call my wife the ward okay okay, yeah. okay 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 so it. i was in i go from bed he sleeps at the pentagon that's where he bed. sleeps <laughs> i get it right right where the plane went through yeah, yeah i get it yeah i get it i get it uh so bed to couch to back to bed and then i'm up and it's usually about yeah five hours of interrupted sleep yours is perfect mm-hmm. you're breathing in yours oh am i yeah all right Look at or, that. Uh, hold on it might be you am i okay yeah you're good you're good all right. um okay you know, i'll hold it on my should chin. i hold it like away from my face i th- I, I go on the chin like that i think it's the nose i think it's an i don't yeah yeah me, yeah yeah. So, am I good now? You're good. All right. If so, it might be you. <laughs> I don't know. I give it All right. So there's no rules, right? There's no rules. Uh, I am a teacher. I just can't get fired. So mm-hmm. like, so like, there's only been there's only been one time or twice where I had to like cu- actually cut something. Okay. But it's not. It's my problem, not your problem. Yeah. And I just, I just like, as like, let's say, because there's like parents and kids have found this. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Swear to God. Like. <laughs> Yeah, they found it for sure. Yeah. And so I just like, I like silence the swears. But like I said, that's my problem, not your problem. Okay, well, I'll do, I'll do. No, do your thing. Okay. Totally do your thing. Okay. I, it's just like. That's going to be a lot of silencing and I can. Usually, no, no, no. I but can it, mute myself. No, it's no big deal. Like, I'll just like, it's just, it's either six. It's a six banger on a Saturday of coffee or a 10 banger. <laughs> and either way, I enjoy it. So it's no big deal. <laughs> Um, okay. You guys ready to get started? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. ASA Detroit. I'm the I'm the host, Mark Millig. Let's introduce ourselves from left to right. You go first. I'm John Mahar, uh, comic from Detroit and uh, real estate extraordinaire. Uh, Alex Bosnovic, Detroit comic, uh, coder. You code? Yeah. Okay. I feel like like it's very obvious that you're a teacher because you did the teacher thing. <laughs> what is what like, is that? Introduce yourselves from right to left. <laughs> 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 Give us a little little bit about yourself. A little okay. bio. It's okay. like first day of class. Yeah. <laughs> now we're with uh, th- two truths and a lie. Uh, <laughs> to everyone's sake. Um, so normally this is kind of like a different s- setup because like normally I'll invite like I'll meet a comic and I'll invite one comic on and then they invite their friends mm-hmm. right to kind of get to know them. 
but like right off the I met you guys at uh at uh, uh Dexter. Uh, Dexter. Yeah, yeah, what was that show called? A comedy experiment. Comedy yeah. experiment. Is that still going? It's dead. Oh, Bomber City, dude. Yeah. That was a good, well, it was a decent room. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> a good show. Greg's show, right? It was cool. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, I had yeah, fun at cool. that show. I did a couple times. It was fun. Yeah, I think I did twice. Once with you, and that's when we met you. Yeah. 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 And you were like, you have to be on our podcast. And like, look, dude, three years later. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it made it happen. It made you know? it happen. The reason, though, was because that's the most fun I've had at an open mic, I think, ever. You were <laughs> cracking me up, dude. You were up going on. Yeah. And he was like, saying all this wild stuff about everything that you were saying. <laughs> and then I was like, I was just like, it was hilarious. But oh, also, dude, that was the night that you had the, that was the incarnation of the the phone. <laughs> when you get scammers that text you. Oh, was that the first that time you did that? That was the first that? time, dude. And I was <laughs> like, <laughs> I remember, because they said, the, I think that was the one where you said, uh, um, they asked how your dad was or something like that. And I was like, tell him your dad's dead. And the, his oh, last yeah, wish yeah, was yeah, yeah. you came to the funeral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he was saying all this like wild stuff about you. And I was yeah. like cracking up. I mean, it was probably all true. And, and, so then, and, then, no as, and then I didn't know you guys knew each other. You know what I mean? <laughs> so as, <laughs> as you were walking up, I was like, I was getting like, you were, you were just kept going. And I was like starting to like get like sweaty. And I figured out that you guys knew each other. I was like, oh, no, this <laughs> makes it even better. started like at the same time. I think I started just barely before I think before you started you. a little bit before me. Yeah. And I met Alex at like a VFW show. It was like, remember it was like a contest or something like I don't that. Th- that's not where we met. We met, I think, at uh uh What's it called? The oh, cellar. The Dales. Yeah, because yeah. I remember the first time I saw you, you did your juggalo bit. <laughs> that was like my introduction to oh, John. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I beat up a bunch of juggalos outside my house <laughs> when I first moved to Ferndale. Okay. It was bad. Um, do you have a bunch of juggalos that listen? No. Okay, good. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. It was... Uh, yeah, just a nightmare scenario. The VFW show, we, we already knew each other. Did we? For that, yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Were you guys like buddies like right from the get, like as soon as you guys met yeah, each other? Yeah, pretty I mean, yeah. I mean, we were all kind of like, we kind of just fell into like the same group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we just had like the same friend group, yeah. like with comedy. Yeah. And, you know, we would just kind of travel around together. And we were both then. doing it a lot. Back then, yeah, yeah. I was doing it a lot more back then. Yeah, one of one of us was still doing it a lot. Yeah, one of us <laughs> is still doing it a lot. Yeah, like you're, you're I feel like I'm, you're like ele- elevating, like, like you're you're doing, like you're you're doing festivals out of yeah, state. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude. That's like, what I'm saying. Like, like a, you're like like a festival comic, dude. Breaking the ceiling. I of told the him he needs scene. to put a double seam on those coattails because his fat <laughs> riding right behind. That's him. what's up. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think uh, this year has been a good one for me, comedy wise. Yeah. Um, last year was kind of a bummer. Why is that? Um. I don't know. I just didn't feel like I was getting booked on anything. Oh, dude, he was so ready to quit. Um, I was. I was like, I was very. <laughs> Every I was very close. I was very yeah. close to quitting, and then, um, like, towards the end of the year, like, between like Thanksgiving and Christmas, uh, I just like to myself was like, something has to happen with this, or I have to quit. Okay. And so, like, I just decided right there that I was just going to apply to, like, every comedy festival that I saw. Like, I didn't care how big or how small it was. I was just submitting to, like, everything. And I submitted to, like, I don't know, a lot. I submitted to at least... At least a dozen. I'm gonna say at least a dozen. That's probably conservative. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you got like eight. 
And I got into like eight, I think, or nine, maybe. Oh like, can't get book low. Can't get book low. I mean, th- th- that is the thing, though. Like, thing. I couldn't like, get out like, to like anything get... here. Yeah. And like, what but, were you trying to get on that you couldn't get on to? You know, like the clubs. Um, You've, you're not doing the clubs? I am now. Yeah. But now like back then, I was. Both festivals out of town. He's getting club work. Local. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like back then, like before I got into all these festivals, like I couldn't get club work around here. I, you know, like just like the local show. Like I felt like. Like, I've been in this scene for a really long time. How many years? Uh, at that point, like, eight and a half. You guys are both the same, correct? Print, like he 10. started, like, maybe a little Probably bit before. 10. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, I've been in the scene for eight and a half years at that point. Now nine and a half because it's a year later. And, you know, I, we ran one of the biggest shows, like, in Detroit. Where's for that? For a long time. It was at Sellerman's, but they shut down, so... You Where know, was Sellerman's Sellerman's was, at? It was in Hazel Park. Yeah. It was like a meter. It was like the only like showcase for a while. Like yeah. at the beginning, it wasn't. At the beginning, there were yeah. other ones. Yeah, and we like kind of coordinated with each other to make sure that it was like they weren't like overlapping, so that we could have like, you know, we if we booked somebody, if like one of us booked a headliner, we could have the headliner do like Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Oh, you know what I mean. So like we kind of coordinated with each other to make sure that we had that going on. But then, like the other two shows ended up stop, like ended up not going on anymore, and yeah. then ours was the only one going on for a while. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like I mean, it was a pretty big show. Like yeah. we were yeah. averaging like fifty to seventy people a show That's at legit. that point. Yeah. Like, and like there were some shows where it was like, holy, yeah, there are a lot of people. Here. Yeah, <laughs> and I it, mean, we were just drunk. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, like, you were drunk. I was, I was running a show. <laughs> yeah, but you were still kind of drunk. <laughs> Don't act like you weren't drunk. He always points a finger. His finger points something. Yeah. <laughs> um. But it was like, uh, like I remember, like towards the end of it, because it, it really wasn't even towards the end was when it was just ramping up. Yeah, you know what I mean. It was starting. Yeah, to, I mean like, towards the end, I was kind of thinking like we could possibly go twice a month. Yeah, because like I was starting. Like we were going to gonna get have out of, to. Like it was going to be like by necessity. Well, I was starting to get out of town more, so I was meeting more people. Yeah, and it was just like I felt like the pool that I had to pull from kind of got a little bit bigger okay so at that point i was kind of thinking that we could maybe push the show to like bi-monthly because it was just a monthly yeah um but like but like yeah i mean to go back like you know we ran that show together for a long time and then i overlapped that with you know booking the independent um and then you know just like just being around running these shows i felt like i felt like there were some shows that i didn't need to ask to be on fair and like fair. people weren't asking me to be yeah, on them. fair no fair yeah. you know and so like just all of that like you know not being able to get into the clubs you know that whole thing i was just like f- I, like i gotta figure something out yeah you know and yeah. so that's when i just started like submitting to all these festivals. So, like before the podcast i've been taking deep breaths because i knew alex was gonna be all despondent when i walked <laughs> <in>. <laughs> For like ten months straight, and he'd just be like, "Dude, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what we're doing with our life." <laughs> I'd just be like, "Chill, dude. It'll work when it's supposed to work." Uh, that's just that's my methodology. It'll work when it's supposed to, dude. Yeah, yeah. That was back when I was a heavy smoker, dude. Just yeah. relax. Would you have let him quit? No, no. Honestly, you. I wouldn't. I mean, if if I'd have had a say in it, but you have to understand, like this is a only child of immigrant parents like this dude's gonna do whatever he wants you know what i mean i'm a middle child of five kids like i never got to quit anything ever so i would have like but i know i honestly if i had that sway which i kind of would have like i think i was always very i'm like i'm like as of a dude as i am towards alex on occasion i do feel like i am like 
supporter number one. Yeah. Like, if he's got, like, like regardless, like, and my wife's a big part of that too. Like when you started getting club work, we were at like literally your first, like when you did like the one night stand. One night yeah. Stand. yeah. I was there that night laughing uproariously, yeah. dude. Yeah. Uproariously. <laughs> that, and that was a great show. That was the best show of the weekend. Yeah. Like that show. You're was, welcome. That show was great. Yeah. You're welcome. You know what I mean? When was this? When was this? Oh, uh, this was like before lockdown. Years. Yeah, it was before lockdown. Okay. It, it's weird because like right before lockdown, I felt like I was getting some momentum and I was like feeling good about where like comedy was going for me. And then lockdown happened. Like I was like at that point, I was in my mind thinking like a year from then I would record an album. Wow. Um, so you're like felt like you were like close, close. I was. Yeah, I felt like I was like right there. And then lockdown hit and then nobody was doing anything yeah and then when we came back like this whole new crop of comics started doing stand-up mm-hmm. none of them knew who i was yeah uh i felt like the old guard was like kind of splintering off and doing their own thing like they were kind of like on islands for who's a in your, bit. yeah who's in that who's in your crew like who's in like what names would i recognize oh uh, i mean you know I, we we all, like i don't we don't really hang out that much anymore no but, i don't mean that but like who were the people that you like ran um, with um like very early on it was like it was the two of us um you probably wouldn't know ray hollyfield he quit i no. think way before you did yeah. um he's who i run my new show with okay. the smoke show um blaine hill Gant oh Holland, yeah. yeah um Zach stein uh brett mercer okay uh diego Atanasio, yeah, he'd yeah. be around a lot. Um, uh, Justin, Gibtron, yeah, yeah. Um, Matt Richards, Matt Richards, Bart Dangus. Uh, Bart, Bart came a little, a little bit later. later. Yeah, later. it's interesting to watch this as like an uh, like just like an outside observer because like I came in and all those I came in a year before the pandemic hit, okay. so I was like just starting to like mm-hmm. transfer from like sitting in the corner of a room to like. You know, yeah. waving at someone, <laughs> yeah. wave, wave right, back, right. you yeah. know, type of thing. Yeah, and it was like really interesting because like all those people you're mentioning were the people that I thought were like, oh, these are the people. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. these are the people that are running this whole thing. And then, like you said, it does seem like everyone is kind of like, yeah, s- s- kind of splintering and off. And at that point too, when we first started, the people that were starting to get traction at that point were like Jeff Horst. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, those, those they were the ones that were like they were the ones that we were looking at. You yeah, know, okay. it was like Jeff Horst, Josh, Ron Adams. Taylor, Josh Adams, Darius Bennett, uh, Brad. Who did you say? Darius Bennett, Darius Bennett, Brad, uh, Brad, Zach Martina. Yeah, um, all Matt McClowry. Yeah, like all of them headliners, all of them like touring and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Jeff Akiri. Uh, Je- Jeff was a little bit before us. He I was think. probably a little bit before. Like, us. I mean, he was around a little bit, but he was already gone when we. When uh, yeah, we I guess you're right. Not me. Well, maybe you caught. Yeah, him. like I, didn't like, catch I remember him doing. Like, I remember doing a show on Mike at Ridley's. Yeah, and it was, it was, me, Jeff Horst, Esther Navarez, Josh Adams, um, Fridzen. Oh yeah. Um. But he was gone Jeff too Sheen. when I started. Jeff Jeff, Jeff was gone as well. <laughs> you know, and it's like all yeah. these people now. Yeah. They're all at the cellar. <laughs> <laughs> they're all fast at the cellar now. And they're all wow. at the cellar. Like, and oh. Jeff Akiri's like one of the biggest, like. I mean, he's like selling out theaters. Yeah, big time. Like, yeah. he just did, he's doing like Royal Oak Music Theater. The like, same I like think, Dimitri well, they had to add shows when he was at Royal Oak Music Theater. <laughs> yeah. So here's my question. So does that like, because I the feeling that you just described definitely had that feeling. On a much smaller scale, right? Because I'm just mm. still in this like, I'm. this is year four for me Mm -hmm. so i had it like i actually had it like a summer and a half or like two summers ago you know but on a small like i said smaller scale whatever yeah um 
like seeing those people then they're all, all those people that you just named and they're just ahead of you and they're all like headlining and, and doing all their thing is that like frustrating or is that like uh, hopeful I thought for you I mean, it was probably hopeful. I mean that's more hopeful yeah because yeah. like because those I mean they've been doing it longer than I have yeah and you know they've been like hustling you yeah. know they've been they've been doing shows wherever they could do shows yeah and you know they just you know one opportunity rolled into another into another and yeah. you know they just built up that momentum and and you know they they're successful now and, yeah you know i like the only time the only time i feel weird about something like that is if i feel like somebody isn't really taking it serious but they somehow are getting these opportunities yeah like that's that's the only time that i kind of feel weird about somebody yeah. kind of ascending but if somebody's like working and they care yeah i'm like happy for them yeah you know even if i don't even if their comedy isn't really like my thing yeah i'm still like happy for them if they're like working at it and taking it serious you yeah, know? yeah yeah so you're like you're you're like you're in that like hustling hard mode mm-hmm. like you're like you've been hustling hard yeah, like, it's like it's like i feel like that started like I let right up after a, the pandemic I, I let up a little bit though and it was after the pandemic mm-hmm. it was and it was like a it was a wake-up call i let go of the gas a little bit um i think it was like last not not this past summer but summer 2022 it was pit hair summer yeah it was pit hair summer yeah. he does he does <laughs> theme summers because he lives lake life dude you know what i mean yeah as a gay dude that does lake life yeah. what was it this year uh i didn't do anything this no year. theme this year well you're no, too busy with you live, on, yeah. you live on a lake oh yeah. you do yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah <laughs> we've talked about this yeah i think we have yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we don't, don't go to specifics we don't everyone coming out there <laughs> um, but with uh that was pit hair summer dude that's yeah, was, like you were just out there with uh with the lake with, moms with, with pit hair yeah with, oh, no, he, nice. he shaved his pits you're he living my there. dream life man. dude it was like he was living he was getting nibbled on by bluegill every day yeah uh but I like I like let I let off the gas a little bit that summer, and then um, a friend of mine had me come down to uh, Cincinnati to open for him and yeah. another like pretty big headliner, and like just like a few hours before the show, the mm-hmm. first show that weekend, uh, he told me that I needed to work clean. And I was just like, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> second dirtiest comic I know. So, no, I'm, I mean I'm not that no, dirty. Not dirty. I'm not comic. that dirty, but no. like some of my punchlines are like, I gotta like do some innuendo to make them work, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so like being having to be clean, and and then also just not getting up as much at that point, I just bombed that whole weekend. Gotcha. And it wasn't like I just bombed and like I bombed in front of like. A pretty big comic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <know>? yeah. <laughs> and like after that weekend, I, that like kind of like sparked me again because it was just gotcha. like it was just like I that can't happen. Again. Like I I can't go weeks without yeah. doing this and then yeah. try to do a club. Yeah, you yeah. know, you, like I I have to like be I have to do it at and least two out, or three times. At that point too, dude, you were out five nights a week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, right away. But I, like I'm not out that much anymore. Um. At least not during the week, like, you know, on the weekend or whatever. If I have stuff on the weekend, I try to do at least one during the week. Yeah. Um, but, like, basically, I try to get up at least three times a week. Like, no less that's, than three times. That's legit, yeah. legit. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's legit, legit. I try to do like if I can get once a week. I'm that's what I was gonna say, man. Like how? So like, where are you? Because we were kind of talking about bef- before you got here. Like you're with all these dudes doing all this like hardcore comedy, and then like life just kind of. But the thing is, when like when I started doing comedy, dude, I was a dad of three. So you're already. A dad I was already of three. a dad. You know, I got like the only reason I really started doing comedy is because my Twitter took off. Really? Yeah, dude. I was like a one-liner guy. And ah, I had, like, yeah. um, I, at one point, I had like this huge Twitter following. Yeah. And was like, what the? F-? And I like, I did, I never, I never like, like, at that point, someone reached out to me and was like, hey, talk to this guy at Ridley's. Oh. And I was like, okay. And that's when I started doing the mics at Ridley's to see if I could get. And I was like pretty close to getting club work. Apparently, yeah. I, I don't really know but at that point too i started meeting these guys and so yeah. i was like no i, I want to hang out with these dudes yeah <clears throat> which was probably at my detriment to like but i was never gonna be a touring comic yeah you know what i mean that was like an, i like the because best, of because of your situation because of my situation with my yeah. kids like i I, yeah. I don't want i never wanted to be like hey babe like <laughs> Have fun with the kids this week. I'm going to be in Georgia yeah, doing three bar shows. You know what I mean? Like, the best thing that happened to me, honestly, was Sellerman's because I could get up and then the podcast. Because our podcast started, it's been like since 2016, 17. Yeah, we've been doing it for a while. Yeah, and that was like, because that's been a huge comedy outlet for me. Yeah. And honestly, I get bits from it. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, and so he had that, and that's like, that was always been that's always been a bigger outlet for me. Like it, I I fell into comedy. And I don't want to say it like that because I I always wanted to do stand up. Yeah. But I was always involved in music. I was always involved in um like I did like uh, theater stuff when I was yeah. a kid and and stuff like that. And then I but I also like fought and yeah you, you know said that I mean? like that's I, wild. I was that's like awesome. I was like not on my radar. Yeah. Um, I, but it was someone had reached out to me and was like, hey, talk to the folks, and it was um. I'm not going to name drop. It was uh, <laughs> name somebody, drop. No, it was someone for, affiliated with that club, and they were like, "Get on." Mark it was just, it was Chris Rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he goes um, because it really was someone from Twitter. Yeah, and they were like, "Reach out to this person; they'll get you on if you want to start doing it. Start yeah. doing it now." And at that point, I was like. 33 dude you yeah. know what i mean like i was yeah. like but i had a, a twitter following and so that was what really um motivated me it was like well yeah dude i can get on stage so you start doing the open mics at ridley's mm-hmm. i swear did you ever did you did you sh- grocery shop at the uh uh the hollywood uh, the hollywood Hell yeah, okay dude. so here's what dude, this i just put this all together i swear to god it had to be you so i was like scoping out the like this was like a i i scoped out open mics for like at Ridley's for years before I finally got the courage to do it, you know? And I saw you go up there. I saw you at, um, Hollywood and I go, Oh dude, I saw you. I go, you, you go, I go, you do stand up a lot. And you go every chance I get, <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I swear it was you, man. Might've been. It had and if be. it is true, if that was me, there's a thousand percent chance. I went home to my wife that night and was like, I you were with her. Doing comedy. You were with her. Was I? I swear to God. I swear to God. Yeah, I probably was just like, it happens all the time. Yeah. No, that's cool, man. <laughs> like, just that's life cool. player, dude. <laughs> I always like, so like, are you, answer this in whatever order you want, whoever wants to start first, but like, is it like comedy or bust? Or is it like, I love doing comedy, I have my life that I do, and like, 
whatever kind of happens with for, it. For for me, it's I have my life. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I always make comments and stuff like, well, maybe when my kids are grown, I'll yeah. catch a tour with a young guy or something yeah. like that. But I think that's like pipe dream stuff, dude. I like, I love making comics laugh. Yeah. Like that's a you're big, good at big it. joy for you're me. You're good at it. You know what I mean? That's a big yeah. joy for me. And if that turns into something later, but I'm not going to, I don't have the capacity, the bandwidth yeah. to do it where I'm going to be going up five nights a week yeah um or leaving town for four nights a week and road dogging you know what i mean um it would have to happen like a lot different and what was crazy about it is with like the twitter stuff i had opportunities in new york like they were like come out dude sleep on the couch for three nights and we'll get you this and this and this all that's big talk and so and i was always very well aware that that was all big talk yeah um and i dude i was a dad you know what i mean and i was a dad with like big responsibilities yeah um it was not i just i don't think that that was ever necessarily in the cards i don't think it's necessarily in the cards period yeah if something were to fall on my lap and be like dude this is an opportunity like take advantage i think i'd I'd have to and i think i'd have all the support in the world um but that's like you know that's a tenth of a percent tenth of a million yeah. percent of a chance you got your stuff you got to handle i got things i got responsibilities yeah dog. you got your stuff you got yeah handle. dude but i think that you're yeah where I'm, are you at? i'm making a push right now yeah um but i i don't know i feel like uh i feel like my window is small at this point why do you say that uh because i'm getting old and i'm tired <laughs> how old are you 42 okay i'm about to be 41 in december yeah okay yeah, it's okay. just, uh, like, I mean, I literally sleep, like, five hours a night. Uh, the only time I get to sleep more is, like, Saturday and Sunday. Because of the comedy or just because of the lifestyle you're living? Uh, because of the comedy. Yeah. Um, like, and I could house. fit, well, I could I could fit <laughs> that life into a normal schedule yeah. if it wasn't for the comedy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was driving home from uh, East Lansing last night. Yeah. And I kind of had a big, I had a long comedy weekend, you know, and... Uh, Dude, I was driving back from East Lansing, and it was like midnight, and I was just like, "What yeah. am I doing, dude?" I got about five. Cool you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah like it's yeah. just. I mean, it was cool when I was there. It was cool yeah. driving yeah. out, but yeah. like driving back, I was just like, I, you know, like I was like, I'll get some food when I leave. There was no food. Yeah, yeah. I had freaking trail mix and pretzel peanut butter pretzels. <laughs> just, for yeah, dinner. I mean, I just McDonald's. Yeah, like, I eat so much McDonald's because we just of that. did the yeah. festival in Bay City, and on the way back, we were just like, I guess it's Taco Bell. Yeah, you guys did the music. Uh, the not you guys did the both did the comedy festival. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh heck yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The nice. the jesters court. Mm-hmm. What is like when you go to these comedy festivals? Like, is it like? I, I mean, the only one I really know about is like he's I, been to real. I mean, uh, not the jesters comedy festival. No, was real yeah, one. yeah. But like, he's been to like where you get lanyards and shit. Like, I know Detroit. <laughs> I know the Detroit comedy festival, right? Yeah, I know that one. I know. I know just from word of mouth, and I've like looking at pictures of the Traverse City Comedy Festival. Mm-hmm. But, like, are those, like, when you go to a comedy festival, is that, like, an, a super enjoyable experience? Are people hanging? Like, what is that? I mean, it depends. Uh, some festivals are, like, a lot of fun. Yeah. Some kind of aren't, yeah. you know? Um, it, like, did you, do, did you do Limestone? Yeah, I did yeah, Limestone. Yeah, you just did what? Limestone. That's, like, yeah. Like, okay, so why I'm seeing people that are, like, just a little bit ahead of me or maybe with me, mm-hmm. and they're starting to really focus on festivals. Yeah. Why is that the next phase in the... the um, I think because the that, that's that's going to get you out-of-town work. Okay. 
Um, you're going to meet other comics at the festival. You're asking the exact same questions I was asking that, like, not yeah. long ago. That like they they're they're running their own shows back in their town. Yeah. And you know if if they like you, they'll invite you to do their shows. Yeah. And and vice versa. You know, like yeah. I mean, I've I've met a ton of comics that I'm trying to get to come here. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, I mean, primarily at this level, it's it's to kind of network and and get out of Michigan. Yeah. Um and it's funny cuz like people they'll they'll always be like, "Well, are you getting paid for that?" or, you know, they Yeah. they're like immediately like That's not the point though, right? <clears throat> well, it, it, the thing is like that Some bar of the shows show you do you do get paid on though. That that bar show that you're doing might have someone who's been on Conan on it. Yeah. And if they think you're funny, they're going to start suggesting you to be on the shows that they're doing. Yeah. So you're going to go from a bar show to, like, a don't tell in San Diego. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And and so, like, yeah, you're not getting paid to do the festival, and it's expensive because you, for most of them, you got to pay for your own room. You yeah. You got to pay for your own travel, uh, the right, the submission fee. Like, yeah. You know, there's a lot of money that goes into doing the festival, but, like... But then you also did just do and I'm, i hate to interrupt i apologize but it's my nature you also do them where all of a sudden you're getting put up you know what i mean you're getting put up in a hotel they're giving you vouchers and well shit. i did one <laughs> how many have i done um but and and the thing is some of the bigger ones do have industry there like you yeah. know limestone had industry flyover had industry um, what does that mean, industry? Uh, you know, people from like Netflix gotcha, or gotcha. you know HBO. And or, a lot or, of those like places JFL. are backed by clubs. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like the ones well, that, yeah, you've lim- gotten past. How many clubs did you get past that when you're at these festivals? Uh, well, I mean, I wouldn't say I, limestone. <laughs> if you get into limestone, you are pa- basically passed at the Comedy Attic mm-hmm. in Bloomington, which is um, considered by a lot of people like one of the best clubs in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is, though, their like wait list is so long right. that like to like get on a, yeah, a weekend, yeah, yeah. So like, I will eventually get a weekend there, but it's gonna be like maybe two years from now. Yeah. <laughs> and when you say get a weekend, you mean like as like a headliner feature or, ho- or like somewhere in there. So if nothing changes, I'll probably get a weekend as a feature. Yeah. But if in like that two year period. I somehow like blow up, yeah. Then, then you know, headlining would be a, a, a possibility. So you go to this, you go to Limestone, you do well, you get in, and they're like, "Oh, Alex now is in the, he's on the list." Well, everybody that gets into that festival automatically is now on the list. Automatically. Is on the list, and yeah. the, the bookers is like, it's up to you to email them. Yeah, but like they'll figure out where to put you. And like I said, there's so many people trying to get into that club that like. You know, even though they do guarantee that you will have a weekend there, it's probably not going to be for a while. Yeah. No, man, this is all like crazy, <laughs> crazy, crazy interesting. But you've also had like um, people name drop Alex. Like, I mean, I, I know he hates it when I do this. Yeah, do it though. Do it. No, do but it, you do, do. You get like people vouch for you. And whether it be a local guy or a guy that have seen you out of town, like you've been getting. So that's why he says is like his window. He feels like his window is small. It's not like. <clears throat> Like that small, <laughs> you know. It's not like it's bigger than well, a bay I window. Say it's small, but I I definitely feel it closing. Yeah. Okay. You know I mean? Okay. Okay. Like closing because you, like when you say you're getting tired, like you're getting tired of just like the grind of it, and you're getting like tired of like 
pushing and all that stuff or is like you really feel like your actual window of like will people will want to like book you and and your I think like I think that's just ceiling is gone. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, <laughs> I, I think, think it's that's just starting. I, I think it's a little bit of all like I think it's like to it's 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 like getting tired. But then it's also like how much longer will people want to hear what I have to say? You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm getting older. I'm not I don't have my finger on the pulse as much anymore is what I'm going to have to say you know, five years from now, going to be relevant at all. Okay. 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 <clears throat> I just saw, so I just saw uh, Rocky Laporte, like all weekend, whatever. And he's like, he's been doing it for 37 years. Mm-hmm. And dude, he, there was like all sorts of people coming into there. Um, like diverse crap, like yeah, all sorts of people. You know what I mean? And like, some of the stuff I did, like some of the stuff hit on some nights, some, you know, whatever yeah. did, dude, he was like every night hit, hit, mm-hmm. hit, hit, mm-hmm. hit, mm-hmm. hit, you know what I mean? And I, I don't know. Also like, don't you think too, like sometimes I think about this, like the longer I do it, I'm just getting better. Yeah. Right. And also all these like yahoos, not yahoos, but like people that I'm around, they're like falling off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's almost like. Like I've seen rounds of fall offs. I've been oh, a part. Yeah, I've been yeah, a part I've, of two fall. But you know what I mean. Like you're, you're <laughs> falling like off. three fall offs. I've point. fallen off three times. <laughs> and like just the fact that like 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 the fact that you're still like okay, the fact that you guys are like still like going up and you have all this experience, you're just na- like you're you're you can't help but get better, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? I mean? Yeah. I mean the more, I mean you're just gonna naturally get better. Like the more you do yeah. it. Yeah. And also the fact that you are like. I think when I think you naturally get more comfortable. You get more comfortable. The thing is, too, is you're when you get more comfortable, you're also more free, which makes you be that much funnier. And you're going to be a better writer, all this stuff. But what I'm saying is, like, the fact that you're self-reflective about losing the pulse mm-hmm. will probably slow down you, you losing the pulse. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. something that's just like, dude, people are going to love what I say forever. It's <laughs> like you're already gone. Yeah. But if you're like self-aware, or even like, like. Like knowing the fact that you've lost the pulse, that's a whole different view yeah. of of cool stuff to hear you say. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, the fact, yeah, I think that's valid. The fact that you are like, you know, the fact that you're concerned. If you weren't concerned about losing the pulse, I'd be like, if you thought you were the pulse as a forty-two-year-old man, now we have a different set of yeah, issues. You yeah, know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I'm always like worried about that, just because uh, it's like. You you have to like know what's going on to, you know, be able to write things that people want to hear. Okay. You know, like if if you don't if you're not aware of what's going on, you're just gonna be talking about airline food your entire life. Okay. You know? Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. But he'll also he'll you send me bits all the time. Like, what do you think of this? You know what I mean? He'll send me. He does it all the time. And like my whole thing, like I'll consistently send you. Yeah, but you hear about this UFO disclosure. <laughs> you know? uh, you're naturally the reason why i think alex will never ever ever lose the pulse is you're naturally conspiratorial (laughs) you know what i mean like you are i don't mean that to be disrespectful or as a compliment well i mean i like the real ones (laughs) you you like the truth dude you love the truth do you guys how many that's one of your podcasts right uh, that was mine. That was his. It, it, truth I don't. We podcast. don't do it anymore. Why don't? You, why don't you, the one with the characters? Where yeah, yeah. play character. Yeah, it was so oh, damn. Awesome. Yeah, we don't. We don't why do did it you anymore. stop doing it? It was just too it big of a exhausting. show, and we did, just didn't have time to keep. 
producing it. Like yeah. I, it was just insane. I mean, Mike, uh, Mike had another kid, so he's got two kids now. Yeah. Uh, I started getting more road work. Um, our our other uh, our other you know podcast partner Tim he started a production company okay. which was starting to pick up steam. Yeah. So like all three of us were just like busy and editing that show was like a nightmare <laughs> yeah because like we would have to take out all the likes and the ums yeah and, you know all those kinds of things and because it was a hundred percent improv yeah you know that's a hundred percent improv yeah that's amazing. Amazing. When, when i say that though i think people get the impression that we're just like firing 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 yeah. but it's like there were a lot of points where like there would be a pause because we had to think of like the next thing yeah and we would have to cut that pause out gotcha. you know what i mean and then like sound effects and like all these other things and it was just like that show was a nightmare to produce. Yeah. I remember being like being on that and being like, "This is the busiest thing I've ever done in my life." <laughs> like I was just get whittled down, dude. And I was yeah. literally, and I, my whole part was just fan of the show. Uh, <laughs> I was just a fan of the show. And then we murdered him. At and the then end. they murdered me That's repeatedly great. twice. I think you guys murdered. Yeah, we me. brought you back, and then we murdered. Yeah, you they again. brought me back and murdered me again. What is oh. your guys' podcast all about? Oh, uh, we just we just talk. Yeah, you know, we just like riff and. and it's and always talk. been me and Alex. Yeah, and it started with just the two of us. Mm-hmm. And it was a podcast called That's Bullshit, Right? Yeah. And then we realized, like, that's going to keep us off of every algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's probably not a good idea to have punctuation in the title of yeah. your show. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't realize that. We're, you know, the we, only we, acceptable punctuation for a title is an exclamation point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have commas and question marks yeah. in your yeah. title, you got a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we're just a couple of dumb 30-year-olds. Yeah. We're just a couple of dumb 30-somethings out there living our dream. No, it was, uh, and then that was when we were doing Sellerman's, and then we shifted over to do a different show because Sellerman's closed. We started doing a different show, and it ended up being a nightmare scenario. Why, the, why was that? Why was that? Why was that? Because Sellerman's well, shut this, down. Okay, so no, but why he, was it he, doesn't mean, he doesn't mean the podcast. When Sellerman's shut down, our, our show. live show stopped, ended. Okay. So then we started a new stand-up and, showcase but, in a new place. And why was this a nightmare at this new place? Um. Just they didn't really understand what a comedy show needed to be. Okay. Um, like their regulars just would not stop talking. Gotcha. And it was just like one big room. I was fighting mad at show. And it was just like one big room. Everybody's in the same room, just having conversations, full volume. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it just like we had some really good. Like I don't want to say anybody's name. Um, not that it would really hurt them. But I still, I don't want to like you know, I don't want to say anybody's name. But like, we had some really, really good comics on that show that the that crowd could have cared less about. Gotcha. And it was just like, all right, we and can't. we had such a good thing at Sellerman's. We were trying to like bottle that, yeah, try to catch that, and it was like that was just too. It was I mean, super organic. I mean, I was fine. Like, I was all, I was already preparing for like we're gonna have to rebuild this, right? Like, I was already preparing for like, you know, these shows are gonna be light. But we're gonna slowly like build it. Yeah. We're gonna slowly build an audience. But when you go in there and you have the caliber of comic that we were putting on there, and people just have their back to to the performer and they're just having their conversation at full volume. And the volume. owner's drunk, you talking during what, the show. Right. What was it? Plate? Can I ask the place? It's closed down. Yeah. Well, it's closed down now. Oh. Yeah. What was it? Uh, it was that Stash International place Dude, in I, Eastern Market. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. No um, idea where that's at. <laughs> yeah, no. Eastern well, Market, I know. But well, not. because yeah. of, because of the name, it was called the. It was like a sandwich shop. Gotcha. And so, like they, um, it was because it was called Stash International. We came up with, we called it the Bert Selleck 
comedy show. Oh. Those are like the two most arc- iconic mustaches we could think dude. of. Is Burr yeah. Reynolds and Tom Selleck. Magnum P.I., man. Yeah, yeah. dude. It's and, a great and show. We, and we paid a lot of money for those graphics. Yeah, dude. And it's like, okay, we're changing the name of the podcast. <laughs> and, and it's and the so, podcast now. And so we, when, we, when we stopped doing that show, we just had all this artwork. Yeah. And we wanted to kind of like hit reset on the podcast as well. So we just... We started calling it the Burt Selleck podcast. Renamed it the Burt Selleck podcast. I did not know that was a name, and I like it so much. <laughs> yeah, dude. I love it so much. Yeah. And we're huge in Germany. So that's all that matters. Are you really huge in Germany? <laughs> yeah, that's so. where that's where uh, the majority of our 13 people listen to us. Every time oh, he I says know. that, it makes me mad. <laughs> we have more than I'm trying to listeners. light a fire under you to actually start promoting. I promote. <laughs> I've been so much better than I have been in the past. Is it like... Is that like? Are you guys? Is that as fun as it was when you? Is it when you first started? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, it. it I, I, we have fun doing it. You yeah. know, um, we don't have a huge listenership with that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but I mean, we have fun doing it. But it's something that is a getaway for me. Like I really am that dude. Like, and I have made a conscious like effort, especially in like the no, last yeah, you know year. I've tried to be better at because I do. I'm the media manager. No big deal. Um, He's our marketing department. I'm in the marketing department. And so that's something that I want to take seriously and, yeah. and do more of. Um, <clears throat> but I think that beyond all else, that is one of my primary comedy outlets. Yeah. You know, where I get to get be a part of a hang. Yeah. And get to hang out with people that I think are funny. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And um, that's a like a necessary part of my life. And I, the, homie can pull the plug whenever he wants because we yeah. do it at his house. He could be like, no, nah, I can't do it tonight. <laughs> I'd be like, all right. <laughs> all right it's gonna happen eventually you know yeah. what I mean? i'm aware of that but it's also like it's something i really really enjoy and look forward to yeah and it is something that it, it allows me to because we we all right now we have uh nick kelly does a podcast with us and nick kelly's funny funny man very very yeah. funny guy and then we have um our boy who used to be the he was one of the had, owners at Seller. He was one of the owners of Sellerman's, okay. who's just a feral person. He's a feral person, and he's like a a brilliant like brewer. Like, like he he like it's in like you can give him anything and he'll turn it into alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like he's he, just like a genius. Like literally, brewer. just won like. Did you hear? Did he? He didn't tell you, did he? No. He he just won three medals in oh, Europe yeah, yeah, on, no, his, on, t- on his with he won three medals Whoa. in Europe with his recipes. Okay. Um, he has his, well, his recipes won three medals. In yeah, Europe. because because he gets fired from places. Why is he getting fired? Because he's a, he's feral. Because he's, he's feral. Yeah, dude, he's <laughs> that's a, a great name. He's and a, I know people like this. Yeah. So that's a great. Yeah, he's name, a wild man. person. He is. Um, oh yeah, I mean half of the one of the great parts about the show is when he remembers a story yeah. and then just tells the story. And just tells the story and we just literally like set the mics down and just <laughs> like, like turn and look. The one, my favorite one that I just cannot let go of was um, he told a story about how him and his buddies used to work on a farm in the summer, like yeah. in high school. Yeah. And one day they were out in a field. I mean the story is way longer and has more detail. Yeah. I'm yeah, just like I get it. paraphrasing I get it. it. Yeah, yeah. They were out in a field just cattle prodding each other. <laughs> <laughs> but he was also like like in jail school, jail school, dude. He was one, he got put basically in like juvenile hall. Yeah, but he was uh, put, no, it wasn't juvenile hall. It wasn't juvenile hall. But like what you're thinking of, but it was one of those basically like for profit. So, so it it was one of those like behavioral modification schools. Okay, okay. The ones that like eventually came out as like they were cults. Yeah, yeah. And, and like they were just like ridiculously abusing these children. Oh my god. Um, like like physically abusing them. Yeah. And and so. Like, like an example of like some therapy that they would do yeah. would be um, one kid gets in a circle, 
while all the other kids just like berate them and just call them out for all of their shortcomings. Jeez, oh Pete. And it's just like and it's just like an hour of that. You're just getting and he started berated. doing that when he was like fourteen. Dude, how do you how do you come out of that? How do you come out of that like and like <laughs> he did well, he on the podcast said he thinks that made him better. <laughs> yeah. Like he was like it, it well what he literally did dude, he was like that's the only time I've ever felt disciplined. <laughs> but that he will um He's a wild dude. He's a wild dude. Yeah. He's a yeah. wild dude. He, he needs something like that in your life, though, a little He's bit. one of my favorite people I've ever met. Hell yeah. yeah. And would, like, if you got a problem, yeah. like, that's the dude to talk to. Because yeah. first off, he knows everybody. Yeah. yeah. Second off, he is terrifying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you saw the dude, like, if he walked in right now, you'd be like, dude, 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 dude. <laughs> dude, no, for real. What, who? And, and, you know, but you, the thing is, he'd sit down right here and you'd laugh hysterically. Yeah. He's a funny guy. Yeah. He really is a funny guy. Yeah. The stories, and it's, remember when he first started talking about jail school? I remember. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, I'm like, I'm like, you went to jail school. Dude. So, it's but cool. this, this is like a weird story because he told the story like way early, like when we were still on the other podcast, uh-huh. this is when he told the story. Yeah. And I was and, like, he's a liar, dude. And and so like, and lying. so we were we were just like making fun of it, calling it jail school. And then like literally about a year ago, I was listening to a podcast where they started talking about these schools. Okay. And they just started describing it, and I'm just like, this is what like Ian went like. Yeah. This is what he was went through. So then like, so then like on our podcast, I brought right. it back. And, and up. he moved away. He ended up moving away. Yeah, and and I brought it back up with him when he came back once. Yeah. And and just, just started doing subtle names, like little things that no one would know. And he, you were, you mentioned one thing. Was it this? And he was like, Yeah, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> Right now, I got, I just got goosebumps, like <laughs> yeah. because I was like, I started realizing, like, well, because we thought it was just like a juvenile hall kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, I thought it was gotcha. just went to juvie. But this but, is yeah. like, but this is like literally a situation where like, literally, people show up to your house at like four a.m. put a put like a a sack over your head and kidnap you out of your parents house who signed you up your parents your parents sign you up for it and so they show up in like a van kind of through a court order kind of yeah kind of a court issue basically the 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 parents consent to this gotcha and so then they so they show up like in the middle of the night sack over your head kidnap you throw you in a van drive you out into the country like in the middle of nowhere and now you're like just doing chores all day long and if and if you like all like, of a sudden he was just in Montana yeah and and if you and if you like speak up in any way you just get like double the chores you're at a work camp you're at a work camp essentially basically yeah yeah where you're getting disciplined in like one of the most wow. like grotesque ways literally he stopped he he graduated essentially and just went to Africa <laughs> Like just, well, and because then he talk, he started talking style. like he was like, yeah, I've been a Ken. He, he, da- like, he Dave Chappelle. Yeah, yeah dude, like I, Dave he was like, I've been a Ken. I was like, this. I remember he he'd like leaving me and Alex get back together, and I'd be like, he's a liar, dude. He doesn't, <laughs> there's yeah. no way that's even possibly true. Yeah, there's no way it's possibly true. And then like all of this starts coming up, and all of a sudden he's got pictures of him with elephants. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, this dude's been to Kenya. Come <laughs> on, man, dude. Uh, but he is a staple in the Detroit like hardcore scene yeah and um like, like music so like music stuff? Yeah. yeah yeah and like he is like and so, and i was like on the outskirts of that and okay. so all of a sudden we had like multiple worlds emerging together and i was like you guys know ian and they're like yeah dude everyone 
was like, what, dude? And he's just a dude that I was bo- I was homies with. Like he was yeah. just a he was the dude at Sellerman's. Like yeah. literally the first time I met that dude, I, it was like at first I was just like, yeah, that dude's that dude's raw you know what yeah. i mean and i was like i'm in love with him yeah <laughs> you know like immediately that was my people yeah, yeah. And so me and him started hanging out like all the time i was at his house all the time like there was my getaway he was in yeah. hazel park and i just i'd leave royal oakland my kids would go to bed i'd go hang out with ian yeah and play video games listen to music and stuff <laughs> like that and then like i started realizing like a bunch of my other friends like Dude. knew him and it was like uh a real like it, i to this day, still believe the universe put me and that dude together. <laughs> I, me and him ended up going on season tickets together for the Lions. He's your season ticket guy? He was. Now it's my brother because he okay, moved cool. away. You cool. know what I mean? So now it's my brother. But yeah. Well, like he'll be first, back next year, right? Trying, dude. Like it's, because there's a wait list and we can't. I'm trying to get the seat next to me. I haven't broken all down to him yet. <laughs> it's, I'm trying it's to get. really, really hard. I don't think we'll be able to get more tickets. I'm, it's really hard for me to do that right now. Like it's been really, really difficult. And he keeps asking me and I just don't have the heart to How tell do we him. do it? I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out. As soon as li- I figure it out, I'll, I will let you know. I, I, I have to figure that. it out, like for him. People, like, people like now that people know I got the season tickets. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, "Get me two. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't the Fords. <laughs> like, I don't. I just, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just. I mean, like, there's yeah, suites you know, available. Call Dan Campbell, right? Yeah. yeah. There's suites available, dude. Go yeah, fork up with available. your boys. But yeah, no. It was like I remember literally meeting him by chance. And me and him, I mean, there's been so many times me and him have always gotten into physical confrontation. Not me and me and Alex, but me and Ian yeah. have come really close to getting into physical Why? confrontations just because he's a feral person and I'm dangerous. <laughs> he's, a, yeah. he's a bear. He's a feral person and I'm a dangerous person. So <laughs> you don't seem like, like a backer downer. Yeah, not per, not not. No, the thing is, like, <laughs> not in a bad way. No, no yeah, not in a yeah, bad way. But it wasn't like I'm not like I'm not a starter either. Yeah, you know what I mean. No, like, I agree. In, you're, you're uh, a finisher. Least, but, and, but Ian has a history of habitual button pushing. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, he yeah. likes, Ian is, like, he is a starter. He's the one that wants to, like, yeah. he'll light a fire and just yeah. step back to watch it burn. And, um, did, like, one of the, like, and the thing is, too, there's other dudes, other Sellerman dudes that I was close with, too. But me and Ian were always, like, real, yeah. real tight. Um, and the other Sellerman's guys finally, like, talked to Ian. We're just like, dude, that's not, he ain't the one. Like, like I think it was Andy probably had to talk with him. Yeah. I, like, I he really think it was. We've had conversations like, about it. To, like, with you? Or to, like, yeah, just, like, don't, yeah. like, because he would just be, like, don't poke oh, child. yeah, just poking and poking. And there was a night he, like, I don't like bungee cords. And he opened up the refrigerator. We're in the refrigerator room, and come I come walking out, and he just slapped me in the back of the neck like hard, and pretending it was a, the cord. And I spun and had my hand closed on him. And Andy kind of stepped between us, and I just start barking and I'm pointing at him. And Ian like like Ian's usually very big, smiley, yeah. scary, smiley, and his face just kind of went like white. <laughs> it was like one of those scenarios where it was like, and I'm pointing. I was like, you ever. Put your hands on me. He's you breaking know. this up. No, no, no. no. Andy oh, oh, was one of yeah, the No, he members. would never be in that. Okay. <laughs> I, you said Alex. I was in there with my popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, he would never be in that. And um, like from that point on, he was like, we had a very cool understanding. We're gotcha. copacetic as hell together. Gotcha. Don't like we don't. I give him hugs. You know, I give him a hug, but that's like the extent of it. It was just one of those situations that could have escalated very poorly. You know what I mean? And. uh but Andy was there and everything got cool. And he was just like, and then he, like that night, he was like, John's crazy. Like, John's crazy. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not at all. Like, I don't think of myself as crazy at all. It's just that I don't, uh, I don't react well to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just, that's kind of how, you, like, how I grew up. I that's guess. That's fair. I, that's fair. I don't react well to that. And, uh, 
like, keep your hands off me, guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, don't touch me. That's fair. Like, my sons can touch me, my daughter, like, my wife. You know, beyond that, just keep your distance, hands free. This is the hands, hands for That's helping. Fair. Hands for helping. Um, That's very fair. But it was uh, – <laughs> And then that, I mean, that whole night, like even after, like my, I, that's the thing is that type of stuff sticks with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's tough for me to shake that. Yeah. I can, I'm a girl. So you're at like a 10. You're yeah. At a 10. I was yeah. at 10. And so that whole night in my head, there's a bright red handprint on the back <laughs> of my neck. That's just raising up an inch every half an hour, yeah. you know, and I, it's not even that I care that anyone can see it. It's just, I know it's there and it's just like, it's making my brain. He got so one hot. on you. He got one on you. Yeah. I got snuck. He got one on you. I got yeah. snuck in a situation where, cause I was um, like, I was coming out of the point in my life where I was no longer on guard like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I got snuck and I was yeah. just like, and so it was just, it was so reactionary and so poor, you know, and immature and, you know, and all the things that go along with it. And I remember just being, and so and then, and he was like, because it was literally, because then he, but the thing is, even after that, he'd still poke me like, John's crazy. <laughs> John's crazy. I'm like, I'm not. Just don't touch me. Do you guys miss that Sellerman show? Oh, oh, I yeah. miss it a lot. Yeah. There, there was, there, like, I, I just miss being around that place. Yeah. Because there were so many, like, funny moments, yeah. like, recording the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's always dogs running around. I, I remember, there was always, well, like, remember the one time they were doing the photo shoot? <laughs> Like we walked in, because we, you guys we, we would record there. We would go there on Wednesday. Yeah. It was Wednesday, right? Yeah, yeah. We would go there on Wednesday because they weren't open. Yeah, and but they would be there because they were like they're there twenty four hours. Someone was there twenty four yeah. hours a day. Yeah, that's yeah. A, so that's like a, so they would, they would be there was, because those they were dudes like, were working like hundred hours a week. Yeah. yeah. So so we would go there because that was the only quiet place that we could go to to record. And because you were out in White Lake, I was. We tried recording at my house. My dog wouldn't stop. Fucking yeah, it was. I mean, we were recording. His dog was. His it's bad behind. Yeah, he like he like <laughs> literally bad. like it was so yeah, like, yeah. whatever. But one of the funny moments we walk in, and um, we go in the back, and all of those guys are shirtless doing a photo shoot. And there's a there's a <laughs> photographer, a lady, do, like taking pictures of them. A cute and, chick. And they were they were taking pictures for some like brewer calendar. <laughs> Like they were gonna be one of the months in the calendar, mm-hmm. and the sh- the the picture that they eventually went with was them pouring honey on one of the other guys. Oh my because they did because they did me. Gotcha. So like it was gotcha. it was honey, you know. <laughs> yeah. So they were like pouring honey on one of the other guys, and he was like he was like laying across the table. He was like laying across the table, all like you know, seductive. Yeah. And it was, and they were like they were into it. Like they were yeah, like yeah. into it. Yeah, and we just walk in on that, and we're just like, "All right, we're gonna go record. Um, yeah. You guys have fun." And they were like, they were literally just waving us, "Cool, man." Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, and then another time, I remember we we we're, we're like knocking, and nobody's opening up because we thought like we talked to them earlier in the day, and they said somebody yeah. would be there. So we're like knocking, knocking. Nobody's nobody's in there. Nobody's like opening the door. So we start texting Andy. Because he at the time was the closest one. Yeah, yeah. So like, so Andy comes over. He was over. At like nine and Ryan. Yeah. yeah. So so he comes in. He lets us in. Um, he goes like we go in like we go through the back, and it's just pitch black through the whole building, and Andy t- flips the lights on in the back, and Ian's just sitting. There. <laughs> 
did he have? Was he? Well, he was on his phone. Wasn't he? I think he was on his phone with like headphones, headphones on. Yeah, but he also like the, another thing about Ian is Ian will just fall asleep. Oh yeah. Ian snores while yeah. he's awake sometimes. Yeah. And so like you'll just because his hours were so gnarly, yeah, dude. Yeah. He would just kind of like catch quick, yeah. like yeah. quick Z's. Batman does that big too. Time, yeah. Big time, dude. Big time. He's a lot like Batman, and he yeah. has Batman tattoos. So we'd love to hear you say that. Okay. <laughs> he um. And we flipped the lights on, and Ian's just sitting. He was like, "Oh, hey, yeah, we're yeah. like, dude, we've been out front forty minutes, <laughs> knocking on the door." Oh and he's like, "I God. wondered why the dog was going nuts. There was a dog inside. <laughs> the dog was there, and he was like, yeah, yeah. you know he's in there. Yeah. He's always got his dog with him, no matter what yeah. his dog's with him. The only time he doesn't have his dog with him when he comes to the podcast. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, and then T-shirt night. Remember that." Oh, what was T-shirt? When the guy showed up with like three boxes of T-shirts. Oh my God, that was awesome. <laughs> dude just shows up with all these like. I mean, awesome T-shirts. There's yeah. like a, some cool, like old Pink Floyd shirts and yeah. like Harley Quinn shirts and like Daddy's Little Monster on. I tried one of those. I got, out as a crop so top. I got, I got like a, I got like a, a printed, like full front of the shirt printed Jean Claude Van Damme T-shirt. Yeah. And it was like, it was like soft. It was like a shirt that Jean Claude Van Damme would wear. You yeah. know what I mean? It was yeah. like soft and tight and whatever. Yeah. You still yeah. have I still that shirt. have it. Do you really? Yeah, I still have it. Damn. Uh, you record an album. You should be wearing that shirt. <laughs> That's yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be my uh, red leather outfit. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That will be. That'll be your fucking yeah, dude. That'll be your. That'll be your raw. <laughs> you should name them raw too. Yeah. That wasn't. That, do you think there's like something about like, because it's kind of like a theme, man. Where like, I had these people come on, and like the funnest part of the comedy was like in those like initial like come up years. Yeah. And yeah. then it becomes like some of the things you're talking about, like. You know, do I have enough time to post? You know, someone's on the poster. I should be on the post. Blah blah blah. Or yeah, like, yeah. I'm not getting this. Like, you, it. I mean, I. I, I think it's an evol- evolution. I mean, I think you just evolve into that if it becomes part of the. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think it, there's definitely like phases. I think you know, way way in the beginning, you're just you don't know what you're doing. You're yeah. just like going to open mics. You're having fun. You're meeting yeah. people. You're making friends. Yeah. Um, and then at that point, then a bunch s- of your friends get sober and they stop doing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at that point you split off. Half of the people quit. Half the people keep going. Yeah. And then when you get to that point, you start getting frustrated because you are actually starting to get good, but you still no like people still don't know you. Yeah. So you can't get onto things, even yeah. though you feel you should be able to get onto them. Um, and then at that point you either quit. Or push through, and then once you push through, people do start to recognize you, and then you do start kind of getting onto stuff. Is just that where you've the fun starts so again? Long. Is that the fun or the fun time? Yeah, starts it starts again? to get, it's it starts to get fun again right there because you're meeting new folks because too, you're, and you're you're being f- funny folks, right? It, it almost kind of resets back to those early days because you're going to other scenes now. Yeah, and you're meeting new people. Yeah, and sometimes and, it's their funniest people, and and they're also seeing your material for the first time. Ooh, that's cool. So you're yeah. getting, so you're getting that like, like when you just started rush. Yeah, you know, because like when you started, no one knew who you were, and you go up and like and you, you already have jokes. A pretty good idea of what your what your what your of your stuff is going to kill. Right, you're doing your killers. Right, and and yeah. so and so like. You know, in the beginning, you know, you're making everybody laugh because they don't know who you are. They've never yeah. seen your jokes before. Yeah. Eventually, they all get used to your jokes and they don't care anymore. <laughs> I was going to ask you this too, man. So, like, Jacob Russell runs a pretty cool show yeah. on Tuesdays, the Tangent. Yeah. Right. It's a cool show. Yeah, I did it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So, like, you were, I saw you like doing all this, like, you're doing cool stuff, like, right, like festivals, festivals, yeah, out yeah. of town, out of town, and then that Tangent night, 
just ha- I can't I just came to it. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it just happened to be a bad one. It wasn't anyone's <laughs> fault. It was like a weird thing. It's not it's a good show. Yeah. It got it gets audiences. And the one I was at, there's was there was literally I think I, me and some uh, I was with a girl there and like we we're the only audience members maybe. Yeah. So like how do you like are you sitting there before going up and you're like Gosh, damn, are you just like I'm going up? No, I get a rep. Like, yeah, how do you just, handle that? I'm just going this dude's up. going up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just going. I, I mean, I don't. I really kind of don't. I, after running shows for so long, yeah, it's like you just you know that that just happens. Yeah. You know, like I mean, by the end of our run, we were averaging you know a lot of people. Yeah. But like every now and then, you'd have one. That totally. That's what like, I'm saying. It wasn't because of the show, but like, how do you like get up for that when you just came yeah. from? These festivals, like, how do you get come back into that? Like, um, is that frustrating, or you just it is what it is? No, I mean, it is what it is. It just kind of comes with the territory. Like that particular night, um, I what got me through that night in particular was that that was right before my Ridley's weekend. Got you. And I just needed to say the jokes. Yes. Like it really didn't matter if yes. there was a huge crowd or not. Like yeah. one person laughing is going to tell me whether like, yes. I'm doing this correctly. Yes. You know, I, I just needed to go through the motion of, of doing my set because it was like literally two days before my weekend at Ridley's. And I've seen like you go up in front of big football, like just when you did Cub Weekend, I saw you go up there and that set, not the, I can say was the exact same set I saw here. Yeah. And the exact same set I saw with five people. And the exact same set I've seen in front of 200. And the, like, so you're, you're giving the same pretty, energy. Pretty consistent. Yeah. Yeah. But you're not exactly like high energy. No, guy. I'm not a high energy. But, but the same focus. 100%. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying, like, I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying not to, like, I think for a long time in the beginning, I leaned too much into being low energy. Mm-hmm. And I think I was like, I, I was, forcing the low energy i feel like you have a very consistent cadence yeah you know what i mean like yeah. if well, you well i think i was like i think i was like uh i think i was like artificially making myself lower energy than i actually was for right. a long time right and so like i'm not doing that anymore but right. i'm still not like you know i'm not like jumping around like i'm not cat williams you yeah, know I mean? yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah 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 like um i'm you know I, I still I'm just like telling jokes. I'm not like really moving around the stage yeah. that much. But I am trying to like at least in my voice like have a little bit more like inflection. You know, I'm trying to like yeah. emphasize things a little bit more. Yeah. I am uh yeah, I just don't I'm literally I do like a mic a week. You know what I mean? I Yeah, I, you're I, still doing a mic a week. Try to. Where are you going up? I try to. Like I, I, I love the one at Fridays at Canton Brewers. Yeah, Canton Brewers is fun. I, like I heard that's a good Fridays one. I've been able to yet, yeah. um, It's fine. You know what I mean? But that's where I'm going, and if I like, have something new, yeah. like I want to go out there and try it. Yeah. Um, And then I'll do like – but I also like kind of pick up little showcases here and there and yeah. wherever I can. And I'm trying to like – and I've had guys tell me they want to take me to the other side of the state, you know, yeah. and do like summer shows over there because that's where I'm from. Heck yeah. Um, and – but I'm like – Dude, I'm like, I'm not delusional about it. You know what I mean? I feel yeah. like if I was going to make a run at it, I'd probably already done it. Um, so you're happy? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, there's, I've, uh, the only things that I regret. Happy, hungry. Yeah. Happy and hungry. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm, I am, <clears throat> the only thing that I would say is I certainly wish I'd have started younger. I wish I had the yeah. balls Everybody, to start I, it younger. Yeah. So do I. Dude. Um, it's funny when you say that to a young person, though, because mm-hmm. they're always like, well, you would have been bad. 
It's yep. like, yeah, yeah, but that's but not the cares? point. They yeah. have no idea. Yeah, but it, but yeah, it would have been bad. But mm-hmm. like, what twenty-year-old do you know is successful at right. stand-up comedy? Yeah. Like right. three of them. Yeah, you know. And yeah. but also, if I started when Those I was in unicorns. my if if I started when I was in my twenties, I'm forty-two now. I would have been doing comedy for twenty years by now. Yeah, yeah. you know. See, I'm frustrated because like I see, I like to I like to hang out. I like you know, uh, I think that's a cool part of the mics, you know. And I'm seeing all these young people hang out. And I'm like. Dude, I was just hanging out and hanging out. Yeah. Like, pointless hangout at yeah. the Rock on 3rd. Mm. You know? Yeah. Nothing. Like, I wish I would have found this yeah. and did some art. Yeah. And then and when I was backloaded the hangout. That, the thing is, though, you know like, I, mean? I was in my 20s when I started having kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's so, a whole different thing. Yeah, that was thing. a different thing for me. And at that yeah. point, it was just like, I needed to work. I needed. To, yeah. I was catching, you know, doing my 9 to 5 and then trying to catch, like, additional jobs at night yeah. and I was trying to like I was in a music scene at one point as well and so it was like I was doing a lot of that type of stuff and then but I mean even when I was doing music I was telling jokes on stage it was like yeah. I always knew that I wanted to write jokes yeah and then it was Twitter you know then it was like all yeah. of a sudden it was just like I went from like a handful of folks listening to thousands of folks one listening. of the positive things of Twitter yeah it I really was never, I was I, very and like I would like and the thing is like was cool because I, I met a lot of really interesting people. Like I was like Nick Mullen, like who cool. just had a really cool release on. And I'd say, I hate, I should have name drop. <laughs> I just name drop, but Let like beep, rip, just dude. beep that out. Yeah. Beep that out. I get, um, <laughs> like me and him would talk all the time. Yeah. And he was just a young dude from, well, it was like the very early days of Twitter. Yeah. It was like, it wasn't big yet. Yeah. So like, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. were like funny, like, all of the funny people knew each other at yeah. that point. Yeah. Because there just wasn't, there weren't yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. Like, and I had like big names yeah. retweeting my stuff. And I was just like, I remember going home and I'd like show my wife and be like, look at that. And she'd be like, oh yeah, he was just on Comedy Central. Yeah. And I'd be like, yeah, dude, he likes my. And, but uh, also she... back then, the person that you just named that's going to get beeped out, um, they weren't famous. No. No. Yeah. Like they no. were they were just They were just starting to get a name in in their hometown area. Right. In like their scene they yeah. were starting and to then get come they up. were getting then like as soon as they made a move to a bigger city, they started making a faster name yeah. Yeah. than most people would get. And I remember being like um like I remember thinking like yeah, that is a genius. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's a genius. And then hearing about some of his friends and like being in chat groups with these dudes sharing jokes and like now those guys are like really really big you yeah. know what i mean like and it's like a uh it's it, what gives me like that's what one thing that um i've never like for uh as much anxiety and all that stuff when it comes down from a funny standpoint i know i'm a funny person oh dude no doubt man you know what i mean like no that's doubt. why it's like because i've been in no equal doubt. standing with a lot of very very funny people that really liked my sh- yeah, no doubt. And so that was one of the things that I was always like, but it's just like, dude, it's paths. You know what I mean? And like I, he was asking before you came, I was like, if something were to fall on my lap, I'd, pr- I'd try to take advantage of it. But yeah. that's a tenth of a thousandth of a percent of something like that happening. Yeah. I'm very realistic. But you seem okay with it. Yeah, 100%. Like you seem happy, man. 100%. Like, All right. We, d- we did an hour. So let's just finish on this question. Okay. All right. Uh, where would you like to be in a year, comedy-wise? Oh, I just want to make comics laugh, dude. I hope I'm still. I like I like meeting younger funny people. Yeah, and them being like, "Dang, dude, that's really funny." Like yeah. I like that. I, yeah. I think that because I don't have any aspirations. Yeah. For that, for like, um, honestly, I hope I'm making younger funny people dig my stuff, and I hope the podcast is still going. Oh hell yeah! 
That's what I hold. I honestly though, I want to give you guys props uh, on on like having those such like sustained podcasts because it's like it's fun. Yeah. And then like it's also then like the, as the fun wears off and you got to like start editing podcasts. Mm. You know, it's but I, legit I get respect. To hang out. Yeah, I get to hang out with one of my like. I think Alex is hilarious. Yeah, and I think of him as a very, very, very good one of my best buddies, one of my best yeah. friends. And I get to hang out with this dude at least once a week. No, I'm saying I, that's what I'm. I'm just, I'm just giving you props. That's like amazing that you like that you just kept it going. I re- respect the hell out of that. Yeah. How many episodes you guys at? Well, I think we just did 172. That's what I'm saying, man. And we did, but, but, but that's we did. But, but we had the old podcast too though. So, so how many of that? that? If you count that, we're probably in the 200s. More than that. We did 100 and some. We did over. Did we do 100? We did, I, I think we did just about 100. About 100. So yeah, we're well over. We're pushing so, yeah, I think we're like close that's to ama- That's amazing. That's amazing. pushing 300 that's amazing. podcasts. We've been doing it since 2017. Yeah. Most podcasts, guess how many episodes? Mm. Like seven. seven. It's seven. Oh, seven. It's seven. <laughs> I, I well, I started a podcast with Brett Mercer. Yeah, and that, I think we did seven episodes. Yeah, it's seven. <laughs> yeah, it's seven. No, it's hundred percent. Yeah. All right. What's your What's your uh, your um, goal? I feel like a year isn't like a lot of time, but like I think um, in a year, I want to feel comfortable that I can headline. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think in a year i will um actually be able to headline okay um just because like i just knowing how long it took to get to where i am now yeah, i get you yeah i think it's it, i don't think it's gonna be the same amount of time but it's gonna take some time to yeah. to be a headliner but i want to in a year at least be comfortable that i can do that if i needed to um, like a strong that opportunity. Like a strong, right. strong forty-five yeah. is a headline. Yeah. Strong, yeah, I strong, think, yeah. strong. The thing is, like, he was just saying that the other time, and I think that's short change. And you're, I mean, I know you have your own, and you're very self-aware. Well, I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying there's that, like, no doubt in my mind you could you could do forty-five tomorrow. No, I can't. I like ten to fifteen of it would be like really weak. Yeah. Then you have to do a little crowd work, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the thing that I'm great at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like crowd work. My my strongest part. Yeah, no, yeah. Stand up, doing crowd but you work. You would do. <laughs> no, that's cool though, man. That's a so like, the next phase is to is to is to feel confident with the with the, forty five headline. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, like right now, I'm comfortable with thirty. Yeah. Um, I'm working on a few things that I think once I flush them out. I'll be at least close to 45. Um, so that's why I think like in a year, I want to at least um, have that feeling that like I'm comfortable to do a headlining set. Yeah. It's so similar. It's 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 everyone's at different levels, mm-hmm. but they're all the same. Like I'm like, my next thing is like, I'm trying, like I just finally felt comfortable at 15, which is so, was such like a precipice. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, I feel like, 20 like some people say like i got 20 but like that 20 feels like it's like another four years away you know what i mean but i know it's not but it's like i I was thinking about that too dude i was doing 15s and 20s on ray and laura yeah and um but the thing is like that's another thing like it was like um the ship's kind of sailed. I was doing. What do you I, mean that ship sailed? For my, for like my comedy goals. I don't. Th- I don't think. I don't think. I that's still true, believe man. I could go up and do plenty of time. Yeah. I mean, it would be fine. Well, I like. I was, I was doing fifteen like pretty, pretty early too. But I, I, a lot of times think back at the bits that I was doing. Yeah. And I'm like, I shouldn't have been doing fifteen. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. right like right. I should have only been doing ten. Yeah. I listened to a set that I did yeah. five years ago and was like, damn, that was tight. 
like I literally just listened yeah. to it and was like, dang, dude. Like, because I was at a point where, because I was doing it a lot. Mm-hmm. I was getting up a lot. I was probably, I mean, I don't mean I'm not casting stones. I was getting up because I, I was closer to everything. Yeah. So I was getting up four or five nights a week yeah. and I wasn't sleeping, you know. Um, yeah. And it was like I was having really, really cool things were, were, were going on. And then I was just like, I got extra busy with, you know, real life. I don't think it's that. I don't think it's. I don't think it's as far away as you think. Just to, to yeah, get, maybe. To get the back thing is, the like I said, if I, but it would have to be an opportunity that would present itself that would be a little bit beyond my scope right now. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it's okay to like put you know mm-hmm. put stuff in its place, man. I, mm-hmm. I think that's a healthy way to view it, man. Yeah. Um. All right, we did an hour, man. You guys are the best. It'd be really cool if you guys came back in a year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put absolutely. it on your calendar. Yeah. Uh, dude, it's in. Put it on your calendar. It's in. Um, <laughs> we have. What do you do? You want to promote anything? Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I'm just. Well, going to come out in three weeks. Oh, it comes okay. out in three weeks. It's going to come out in three because oh. I got two in the tank. No, okay. don't even worry about it. Though. No, I have one in the tank. So it's going to come out in two what weeks. Do you have? An, do you have any? Um, I mean, if this is coming out in three weeks, I would say probably. Uh, I'm going to be opening for Stuart Huff in yeah. South Bend at the Drop in January. I think it's like January, like. 15th. Okay. Feature workout club. No big deal. Are you headlining? Are you guys? <laughs> no, you guys were talking. So about when we that. booked, when we booked it, Stuart said that um, it was me, him, and Thaddeus McKee. He's an Indianapolis comic. Uh, when when Stuart booked it, we were at a festival, the three of us. Yeah. And the the owner of the drop was there as well, and Stuart just got off stage. Okay. Like he just did his his hour. And me and Thad were just kind of like sitting like way in the back, just like talking. And it was an outdoor show, so it was yeah. like in a tent. So me and Thad are just like out in the field, just yeah. like just like talking, you know. Yeah. And Stuart walks up to us, and the three of us are just talking. And Stuart's like, "You know what? The three of us should uh, should do something together." And then he like just goes straight to her, <laughs> yeah. And books the weekend, and he comes back and he tells us what weekend it's going to be. And he's like, you know what? We should switch it up. Like one night one of us headlines, the next night the other one headlines. I'm like, Stuart, I'm not following you. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And I'm not I, like me and Thad can switch MC and feature. I'm yeah. cool with that. You're going to headline all of the shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's oh, cool, man. That's the thing. Stu's a beautiful person, dude. Yeah, and he was in his head. In his head, yeah, I know yeah. exactly where he was at. Oh yeah, yeah. He's like, it's gonna be equal billing. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, it's not. No, it's not. Like, you're gonna like, bury us. You're gonna murder an hour, and then you're gonna have me go up and do, do jokes about a <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I love Stuart. Yeah. Stuart loves me. That's another thing that I love about it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Is it heaven or hell? World that we living in is harder to tell. I'm like midnight to gremlins out of the shell. Painting the town pink with a mademoiselle. She's as cold as ice rinks, but I'm under her spell. Keeping up with Kardashians got me flossing at a hill and hotel. Cause it's probably pretend at Holiday Inn. Saving money just so they can brag to all of their friends that they ballin' again. Now I'm falling cause then. Media reports what they willing to spend Man, I'm wishing it ends one day Till then, I'll be chilling, spilling suckers from the wrath of my pen Where you at, homie? None of them cats in your cookin', homie How you want it, homie? None of them cats in your cookin', homie Where you at, homie? None of them cats in your cookin', homie None of them cats in your cookin', homie 
none of them cats in your cooking home. Live from the deepest of dungeons, I get into beats like water in sponges. I think it's repugnant for the radio to play the same thing over and over and over. Plus it's redundant. Find yourself swimming under bridges in London if you're ever fronting on the lyrical. Everything comes full circle like a spirit goes round and round, round and round. Turntables might wobble, but they won't fall down. Look who's talking now, it's different on your radio dial. I ain't afraid of your style, ain't afraid of your click. All I do is grab a big equip and flip strips all i do is grab a big equip and flip strips all i do is grab a big equip and flip strips here where you at homie none of them cats in your cooking homie how you want it homie none of them cats in your cooking homie where you at homie none of them cats in your cooking homie none of them cats in your cooking homie none of them cats in your cooking homie Gear. Gear.